everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, I'm so excited to be back this week. And it's an interesting week because we have an election. So I'm actually recording on Tuesday, the day that everyone is voting. And this will be released tomorrow after there may or may not have been some sort of decision. Um, I can feel the energy in the air for sure today. It feels very heightened, very exciting. Um, I'm so curious what's, what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, that's some backstory of why I'm not, um, talking directly about what the fuck happened last night. Cause I don't know what's going to happen tonight. Um, I wish I could tell the future, but I can't <laughs> working on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this week I'm going to tell, um, the story of actually how I started this podcast and how I pivoted my career basically twice in the last two years, because I know a lot of people are um, pivoting their careers. And that could be because they got laid off, or maybe they're still working their nine to five job, but it's not filling them up. So I wanted to tell the story in case it inspired anyone um, to make the leap, make the jump, figure it out, (laughs) Um, stop worrying, maybe all those things, or just keep working, keep worrying and keep going, (laughs) whichever one calls to you. Um, before I do that, though, I do want to let you guys know that Maya Keen, who was on the show last week, will be hosting a breathwork circle on November 12th at 6 o'clock p.m. That's Pacific time. The um, breathwork circle will be recorded. So if you're unable to make it, we'll send you a recording. You can also rewatch it as necessary um, as we go through the rest of 2020 and hit the holidays during this interesting time. Um, and Maya is just amazing. She's planned a 90-minute session. It's going to be focused on preparing for the holidays. So there's going to be a, a key focus on boundaries. So exciting. Um, and she like she times all of the breath work to music. It's going to be really powerful. And I find when I do these with um, with an actual circle, like with other people, I tend to get more out of it. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be grounding, we'll be working through some stuff and basically getting ready for, um, the season that is upon us. Um, and we are giving away one lucky ticket to whoever signs up for the lit AF mailing list. So to do that, just go to sarahcohan.com, S-A-R-A-H.com. Oh, sorry, C-O-H-A-N, <laughs> S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com slash hello. And um, just entering your information, sign up for the mailing list. Anyone that enters by next Wednesday will, what is that, November 10th, will be entered to win a ticket to the Breathwork Circle. And I'll be announcing the, sh- the winners, the winner of the ticket on the podcast. So yeah, so you can just head to sarahcohan.com slash hello to enter to win. Um, And you can also buy tickets to the Breathwork Circle. If you just want to skip winning, you just want to go straight for it, um, go to sarahcohan.com. And once again, because I can say it, you guys, (laughs) I swear, it's sarahcohan, S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com. Awesome. I hope to see everyone in the Breathwork Circle. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, cool. So let's get into the episode. 
So I want to tell the story of my career transition. And um, I wish I could say that it was like really seamless and direct, (laughs) but nothing in my life is ever those two things. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I have had a long career in fundraising for nonprofits here in San Francisco. And I've been doing all different kinds of fundraising, corporate fundraising, individual fundraising, event fundraising, um, crowdfunding fundraising, peer-to-peer fundraising, all different types. And um, I got a job working for Burning Man Project, which is an amazing nonprofit. And um, I was really attracted to it because they work in the arts, which I thought was, you know, like a lot of art goes to the actual event itself. And so I got to, in my job, work with a lot of artists. And I kind of just thought it was like the pinnacle, like it was like the, it was like the highest job that I wanted. Like I was like moving towards that my whole life. And I still wasn't happy in the job. Um, And that that's like no fault of Burning Man. It's no fault of my own. It was just not working for me. So <clears throat> I was trying to like research and figure out other avenues, other things to do. Um, maybe I wanted to start a business, um, keep like move over to the for-profit side. There were so many different options. And right around the same time, this was about two years ago, I started making capes and I made these like ridiculous sparkly sequin capes for my friends. And They loved them. They just started buying them. They would wear them to festivals. They were like super unique, um, very out there. If you wanted to stand out in the crowd, this was like the cape for you. And I just decided to turn that into a business. I was encouraged. I'm a projector in human design. So I was um, at the time I didn't realize it, but I was like, you know, looking towards others to get an invitation to like do this business. And a lot of people were encouraging me to do it, which was super cool. And like, like so many signs were pointing to like, yes, this is the right career for you. Like in college, I really wanted to be a clothing designer. Um, I was really involved in the fashion club. I wanted to be a buyer. There was like, that was kind of going to be my career path. And then I moved to San Francisco and got into nonprofits. Um, so yeah, so I was getting a lot of invitations from other people to start this clothing company. And I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to do this. This this is my jam. Like, this is it. So then I immediately just started researching, like, how to start a clothing company. And I signed up for, like, all these different programs, signed up for sewing classes. And meanwhile, I was, like, signing up for, like, any vending booth event that I could possibly do. So um, the holidays rolled around. I was, like, like, setting up these vendor booths and, like, making a few sales. Um, but something like something was just a little bit off. Like I was so mortified to show the world my capes because they were so personal to me. It was like, this is my art and it means too much to me whether or not you approve of my art. And so people would come into my booth and say like crazy things. <laughs> um, and it was hard. Like it was a slog. But I just decided that because I was a young designer that um, this was just stuff that I would have to work through. So um, I'm like going along doing two different jobs at the same time. Like every night I would come home um, at like 7 o'clock and I would immediately start making another cape so that it would be ready for the next show. And then I would go back to work, work my normal like 10 to 7, and then um, do it all over again every day. 
And I was like building up my list. I was like really trying to build this company, even though it was like such a ridiculous concept. There were so many other designers in that same space that like showed me that this could be done. So I had a little bit of a breakdown, a personal breakdown last December. So almost a year ago. And I hosted my lovely family for Christmas and the hosting itself just exhausted me. Like I was so, so, so tired because I was so worried about, you know, people pleasing and making sure that everyone was happy and not um, stating my boundaries. And I'm glad to say, I'm like happy to say that I've worked on a lot of that since. Um, But at the time it was just like wearing me down. And um, at the end of the break, I was just lying on the floor, like scream crying at my husband. And I'm not proud of it but it's where I was. It is the truth. (laughs) And um, I just thought to myself, I'm depleted. Something about this isn't working. And of course, I was like blaming everyone else around me. My poor, poor, sweet husband got caught in that. Um, As well as my dog, my beautiful, beautiful dog, Frida, that I love so much. It was just like, you all are making my life so hard. um, So I'm going to blame this on you, which is a whole other thing that I've been working through. <laughs> um, but I told you to tell the truth, guys. This is like literally everything. Not proud of it. Um, so then I started doing some serious, serious wellness programs. I signed up for To Be Magnetic with Lacey Phillips. And that program really showed me that if you have kind of a daily practice, wellness practice, I don't think it really actually matters what it is as long as it resonates for you. Um, I started to forgive myself, let go of my perfectionist tendencies, um, actually begin to feel my feelings and um, work through some, a lot of just like childhood trauma and then shout out, which is like, you know, the things that I judge in other people that I'm also judging in myself. And while I'm working on all this personal development stuff, which I recommend for every entrepreneur out there, really every single person, but especially if you own a business, because it'll come out. Um, I was realizing that capes just like weren't filling me up. It was something that it was it, like the I've never actually run a fashion company. So the whole like season, schedule, the gamble of investing money in something that maybe something will buy. And um, the vulnerability vulnerability of my art was just like too much. And right around this, like, so like in about April, I would say, I was like, you know, I'm gonna just going to keep plowing ahead on this business because I am really proud of this product. But I do know that something's off, like something's not exactly right. And in April, I was cleaning my kitchen and I was like opening my fridge. And as I opened my fridge, I just got this like lightning bolt of an idea. And it was just like, you are born to be in entertainment. Like I've spent my life on stage. I grew up dancing. And then um, more recently, I've done improv and stand-up comedy and I mean, when I was doing improv, I like, (laughs) I was doing like improv five nights a week. Like it was my, like, it was my thing. And so I had kind of turned my back on being on in entertainment just because I'd spent so much time and I was just so burnt out by it. 
I'm noticing a pattern here, a lot of burnout. Um, but like I, when I realized that my life should be an entertainment, I was like upset by it. So I'm like standing in front of my fridge, the light is shining in my face. <laughs> I don't even remember at that point, like what I was doing, like, what is I cleaning? Was I putting something in the fridge? I don't even remember. But I just remember being like, fuck, like, God damn it. Like this, is, this means that I'm going to have to do basically a lot more work. Um, because <laughs> I have to work for through all the reasons that I was so burnt out from entertainment. But as soon as that happened, kind of a lot of other things like came together all at the same time. So I had a few coaches coaching me that were just giving me like literally the best advice, um, in terms of just trying out entertainment. I put that in quotes cause I like, you know, it feels funny to say, um, and a lot of people were encouraging strangers, people I didn't even know, um, were encouraging me to start a podcast or write a book. And having that encouragement as a projector meant everything for me. It was like, this is the permission, this is the invitation to um to do that. And so I kept the cape business going because again, I was like, I don't know what this right pivot is, but I'm gonna do it. And so um, at the end of April, this is all kind of like coming together at a really scary time because my job at Burning Man was ending. And I had made the decision months ago to leave because I wanted to full-time focus on capes. And I had all of these festivals lined up to vend at. I had um, so many different sales ideas to like get, you know, engage people for all these different festivals. And I was kind of going to live this like fun, cool festival vagabond um, summer, which we all know that COVID, lovely, lovely COVID, um, has pushed a lot of plans out. <laughs> it's, it's basically, um, has redesigned many people's life plans <laughs> for the year. So while that was happening, um, all of these events that I was supposed to be vending at were just canceling one by one. And I just kind of saw my summer disappearing. And not only that, I saw, the reason for people to buy a cape disappear because all of the people that I would be selling these capes to used to go out, you know, maybe three or four times a week and needed um, a lovely, lovely sparkly cape to go with it. And all of a sudden everyone was just staying at home. And guess what? That's what we've been doing all year. So it was a really, really scary time. And I was two things two amazing things happened that helped me go through it. So I'm like juggling capes. I am tinkering with ideas for starting a podcast, spending all my time doing wellness and like figuring out how to be a better person. And meanwhile, um, my husband gets another job, which is amazing. So he's able to provide for our kind of more of our monthly costs. And um, I got over all of my pride and I signed up for unemployment. And that was a really big deal for me. I was so embarrassed to accept that help. Um, but it's basically I realized that like, yeah, I had a whole lineup of um, plans to sell this summer and they were all canceled because of COVID. So yeah, like I should be getting some help. Um, so yeah, since the end of April, I decided to accept all this help, which is like a game changer. Learning how to accept help has been like a lifelong struggle for me. And so I really appreciate this time to learn how to do it and learn how to do it gracefully. Not 
totally there yet, but I will be soon. <laughs> so um, I'm getting all these invitations to start a podcast. I am playing around with the idea of like, who do I want on this podcast? And um, really what I decided was I wanted um, creative people, entrepreneurs, and then wellness coaches that had taught me so much. Um, and I kind of wanted to learn along with listeners in terms of how creative people are approaching their work, how entre- entrepreneurs were able to start businesses and thrive, and then um, new modalities that different teachers are are able to provide on the show. So I didn't want to label it. I didn't want to pigeonhole it. I kind of just wanted to start and get the ball rolling and see who um, – who was like a good fit for the show, who was interested, who would actually commit to the show. (laughs) And then to see um, what you all were listening to. Um, So it's really interesting. One of the, like, I think it was the second or third episode is actually about human design with Victoria Jane. And that is by far and away one of the most popular episodes. So it's kind of showed me that wellness is really the way to go with the podcast. Um, I just feel so incredibly grateful that I've had this kind of sacred moment to like actually spend time doing this. And um, it hasn't been easy, but it's just been so, so, so rewarding. And that like queasiness that I would have selling capes uh, isn't there. It's like, it's like, um, it's more of a uh, excitement. I'm like, yes, we got another episode coming out. It's going to be super fun. I'm so curious, like, how will it resonate with everyone as opposed to, like, biting my nails and having my stomach flip over <laughs> when I was debuting a new cape or, like, actually selling at a vendor booth. So I don't know if that's helpful. But, um, but yeah, and I have to say, too, that I – have been writing the unemployment train and I'm going to keep writing it because it's just been this awesome, um, this awesome time to like really focus on something that I actually want to do. And that's giving me life. It's so much fun. Um, but I do plan on getting a nine to five. I have two things. So I do plan on getting a nine to five job just so that this podcast isn't too precious because I want to like I want to kind of diversify and like have another thing in my life that I can also focus on. Um, And then the other thing too is that I do want this podcast to create revenue eventually, but I want to be really patient and kind of foster it um, as or incubate it is maybe a better word (laughs) so that it it, um, can grow on its own and I don't have to put any pressure on it to um, pay my rent. So yeah, so that's my story of starting this um beautiful, beautiful podcast. I would love to hear from you. Are you liking the show? What would you what do you what kind of guests do you want on the show? Um, all of that good stuff. Like what's your favorite episode and why? I would love to hear that. Um, because I'm just I'm having a blast. I'm loving meeting new people, I'm loving interviewing people. I'm loving my um, social media presence, like picking out different clips for you guys. And um, it's awesome. But the weird part about all of this, I used to do live performance, is that you're not here in the room with me. (laughs) 
you're in your own home. You're doing your own thing, which is rad. But I don't get that like instant like, oh, they liked this joke, but they didn't like that one. (laughs) So I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can just email me at hello, H-E-L-L-O at sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com. All right. Thank you. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that story. It was so fun to tell and very interesting to go back and look at the the history of it all because it all, you know, when you're in it, it's like one day at a time. But then when you zoom out, you're like, holy shit, it's all connected. <laughs> Who knew? Oh, it's so fun. Um, and again, I just want to remind you that our um, the Lit AF Breath Circle, which will be taught by Maya Keene, will be on November 12th at 6 p.m. PST. And tickets are available online at sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com. And we are offering a discount for anyone that needs it. I know this is difficult financial times for a lot of people. And um, all that information is on the website. So please, if if the price is going to be an issue, take a look at that discount code. All right. Thanks so much. 